Anyone have suggestions of a plastic surgeon to remove the fat under my arms? Was told I would probably have to go to Atlanta. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) The location is unknown. Well, we already know that this is not Los Angeles because there's plenty of places to get that fat sucked out. Yeah, you get that fat chopped off real quick in L.A. (laughs) You could probably do that at a kiosk at the Beverly Center out here. I just wonder why just the arms. If you're worried about your underarm fat, uh-huh. there's probably other problematic areas, too. Yeah. You should have started the body <laughs> part all the time. Or she did the tummy first. Oh, and now is inquiring. But why wouldn't she go back to the same person unless that person just does stomachs? Yeah, he's like, I'm bad at arms. <laughs> For some reason, stomachs are the only thing he could grasp. Facts. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a dentist and he's like, I don't do root canals. He's like, I- <laughs> <laughs> But you got to find like a tricep fat specialist. I only do cavities on molars. No wisdom. None of that. I do the fronts and tongues. I brush tongues. I scrape tongues, but that's it. And I do the fronts. (laughs) If you want that wisdom, you go to Dante down the street. This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Wanaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. And other online platforms, too. Oh, like what? OnlyFans. Uh, BestBuy.com. Reddit. Anywhere you can leave a comment, that's where we check in for the business. <laughs> This has to have a term, a technical term, right? An anatomical term for the fat under the arm, or is that the technical term? Is just... Oh, well, the muscle is called tricep. And no, but the, just the fat. The fat is called tri-tip. <laughs> tri-tip. That's some real stuff. I'm no, not making that up. You are making that up. It's called tri-tip. I'm not going to believe you. You never heard of tri-tip? Yeah. Food, the meat. Yes, the fat. Wait, yes. Who... Google it right this now. This is how you find out. <laughs> she was a cannibal. <laughs> Hey, people are delicious. I don't doubt it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't doubt it. I don't say I eat people, but I would imagine. I hear once you try it, you always crave the taste of it. Oh, yeah, man. Look. Word on the street. That's what that's what my dad could prepare anything. Let me tell you. (laughs) He could saute the shit out of you. Is there anybody that looks (laughs) delicious to you? Uh, Like maybe... I, don't know. I bet Keenan Thompson would taste delicious. Oh, yeah. Keenan just looked pure. He looks, I just mean. Just no toxins. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Full of joy yeah, all the time. It don't look like he drink. Yeah, no. Just it's just happy. pure tri-tip. Organic tri-tip. tri-tip. Oh, man. Keenan Thompson, watch your back. <laughs> I got dark. How did we turn to cannibalism? It's the first time we've done that. It's the first time. It won't be the last. No. All right, let's jump into our first segment. This is where Chinadu and I discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. Now, how was your neighborhood this week? Still uneventful. Not percolating at all? No. My neighborhood forces me to not just look at the blatant comedy. I have to search within, right? Ah. It's it's more of a subtle type Mm. of comedy that I find. So, again, you wouldn't think normally when you see this post that I'm about to read, you wouldn't think, oh, this is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. But... I found the comedy in it. Okay, I'm all ears. The post reads, Missing Pet Pigeon. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My pet pigeon is missing! Exclamation point. Mm. If you see a pigeon acting abnormally friendly, please contact. He likes to land on heads and follow people walking. Mm. He's fully domesticated and cannot survive in the wild. 
Now, she don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that pigeon about to go full pigeon. I was with her until she just yes. doubted her pigeon's her. natural instincts <laughs> as a fucking bird. <laughs> Can't survive in a while. It sounds to me like she has a codependency with this pigeon. Right. Where she feels like he could not thrive without her. Exactly. Pigeon's like, no, you can't yeah, thrive without, without me. me. <laughs> He's like, I'm not writing a post about you right, right. now on Next Door. Crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she called me without domesticated. You? the fuck is that? What does that mean? That's <laughs> the most emasculating thing I have ever been called. Well, I will gauze your eyes out. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever call me domesticated? Does she know he has wings? Right. Like, he can fly. Can't survive in a what? He's fine. He's like, I could go anywhere. <laughs> that lady, I feel bad for her though too, low key. I mean, here's the thing is when you have a pet bird, yeah. you have to know when that bird flies away, it's gone. It's done. There's no loss and there's found for no, birds. There's no missing photos mm-hmm. that you can put up that bird is gone. I mean, to warn people that he likes to land on heads. Yeah, that would freak me the fuck out. Yeah, no. How dare you? Like, like you trained your bird to land on people's heads? Yeah, if a bird lands on your head, that's an attack. That's fighting. That's a bird attack. Yeah. I'm calling animal control. Yeah. This is the last you're going to see of your bird. I can have your bird arrested at that point. Mm-hmm. For putting uh, his claws on me. I was going to say hands, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she says it so casually. He likes to land on heads, just FYI. Like, right. we're supposed to be okay with exactly. him landing on my head. What if he lands on LeBron James? He can miss the playoffs. He ain't got no hair up there. <laughs> he can miss the whole playoffs. Fucking around with your bird. <laughs> he gonna show up with his head all clawed up. Got concussion protocol now. Now he gotta ride the bench. He's got clawed scalp. Because your pigeon flew away. Because your pigeon threw our whole defense away because of your pigeon. But before we move on to your story really quickly, too, mm-hmm. I would like to ask, who owns pigeons anymore? No, Candace, whoever owns pigeons. Is well, that, was that a thing back in the day? Like, you can train them to do stuff. And I think I've heard that, like, gang members have mm-hmm. pigeons and they, I don't know what what they do with the pigeons, but I've actually heard that before. Yeah, that they, well, yeah gang members used to give, uh, they get a cocaine to the bird. That's not true. No, this is, no, for real. No, this time I'm for real. Oh, they, so they wouldn't get caught? It was like a, a no, carrier could, pigeon? It was a carrier pigeon. You could train a hood pigeon to carry your cocaine for you to the destination. And then the pigeon gets the money and bring it back. I wouldn't trust the bird with the coke, the crack, or the money. Or the money, yeah. I'll I'll trust it with the coke, but not the money. The money, next thing you know, you don't see the bird again. You catch him with a fur coat on. Dante, where the fuck you been, man? (laughs) Get back here, Dante, you motherfucker. (laughs) You can't survive in the wild. I wouldn't trust him with the coke either. He gonna show up with a beak with some white powder under his right. face. All hyper, flying all over the place. Just wilding out. <laughs> Just chilling on the stove at KFC. I think it was like you doing all this. Say man. <laughs> Just talking to a fried chicken. So anyway, I told her. <laughs> Scratching his neck with his claw. <laughs> that, that, that bird is dead, Dante. Get the fuck out of here. I suck your dick. So my story, man, um, you know, my neighborhood is always a little, a little crazy. But this one was actually calm. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like things are calming down. The sun is out. It you is. You feel me? It's time. The vaccine people. is in the streets. Yep. Right. But this one, it said, this is the second time in a week that someone has put cheese on my car. Someone in this neighborhood is a failure as a parent and raised a piece of garbage that can't respect other people's property. I'll be filing a report with the police. Anyone that thought this was funny when this happened last time can just refrain from replying. I won't tolerate your acceptance or disrespect. 
Now, is there an image there? Because I'm trying to figure what kind of cheese is important to me. There is an image, and it's a clearly one of those square. You know how the cheeses come in, like, already cut squares? American. American. Yeah. They took two pieces of cheese. Two pieces. And just slapped it on the window. Driver's side, too. So is that's, it in, is that's it in a formation of some sort, or is it It's like side, side by side. Side by side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> side by side. <laughs> It looked like it was a hot day, too. I was going to say, thank God, it wasn't over 80 degrees. You'll never really get the residue off. No. And so when you're looking out your window, it's always a reminder that there's somebody out there (laughs) stalking me with cheese. With cheese. Or somebody who was not, maybe she's vegan and the person she pissed off is not vegan. And to get back at her, he threw dairy on her windshield. I like that. I'm just, you know. You think, you, has anybody ever done that to you? No, but now I'm going to have to keep my eyes open because that might be a thing. Because, you know, I'm loud about my veganism. Yeah, you're you're disrespectful. I'd be proselytizing the people. I'd be telling them all about the benefits of being vegan. And yeah, I'm going to piss somebody off one day. You'd be going to barbecues, slapping people with asparagus. He's <laughs> like, man, who this crazy lady out here just slapping people with vegetables? We get it. Oh, you mean Candace? Uh, <laughs> who brought the vegan to the queue? To the queue. Told a vegan about the queue, man. <laughs> Put cheese on the window. I'm sick of it. I wonder why specifically they took, maybe because it's already pre-sliced and it's less work. Because it's pre-sliced. you get a brick, you then have to cut it. Yeah. And it's not going to stick to it's the windshield as, as well. It's not really going to stick. It might get trapped in the windshield wipers. Yeah. And it's less hurtful to the person, <laughs> you know. But right. the American cheese is sliced thin. And you don't want to waste the other stuff because it's good, right? And American doesn't even, it's not named after a flavor. No, what it's that just, cheese tastes like? It's just American. American. What, the, what? What? Yeah, no, what is that? It's not. It's nothing. What does America taste like? That cheese tastes like a debate. All right, next up is Neighborhood Watch. This is where Chinadu and I dive really deep into apps to find the best local stories. Yeah, man, we go so deep. I'm talking school bus. All right, this first post says. Legos stolen from Target. And this happened in Ronhurst, Philadelphia. The police received a report of a man that stole five boxes of Legos from Target. The suspect reportedly fled on foot. Now, personally, I'm not snitching on any man that's stealing Legos from Target. That's nothing just but that's just a good dad in a tough position. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That's that sounds like he was in a tough spot and uh, really just wanted to give his kids some toys. And, this, and if they he get got the type of kids they don't get what they want, it's going to be hell. Yes. He's like, I'd rather go to jail than be at home with a pissed off little yeah, Timmy. Yeah, they come home empty-handed. Because this motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> he will ruin the playoffs for you, let me tell you. But he sold five boxes. That's what I'm focused on here. Five boxes. Is that necessary? And then you're like, is he selling black market Legos? Yeah, I don't know why he thought he was, wasn't going to get caught. You know how loud Legos are? <laughs> you got you read it with five boxes of Legos. Just loose Legos. Just <laughs> like sound, a, a giant maraca in your hand. Yeah, you just sound like a giant jar of pennies leaving the store. Sir, is there something you would like to pay for? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you ask that? Well... You sound like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says here also that he reportedly fled on foot. And the first thing I thought about is stepping on one of those Legos barefoot. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have actually. It's not fun. It is not fun. (laughs) That hurts. Oh! 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 
Or he could have been like a like a mad scientist preparing for the apocalypse. With Legos? Yeah, well, he's like, he's hoarding Legos to rebuild society after the asteroid hits. Of all the materials. He's a mad scientist, though. But of all the materials. He's you? mad. <laughs> he's crazy. I, I, you can keep saying he's mad. <laughs> he lost his mind. <laughs> he's just hoarding Legos to rebuild humanity for the ground up. No one believes me, but I had a vision. Everything's amazing. We can build a world if we only believe. Woo-hoo! I don't think five boxes would cut it. <laughs> He's going to need more than five boxes. Well, you can't sell them all at once. The world. It goes back once a week. Remember there were Legos and then there were like a generic brand of Legos? Yeah, they weren't Uh, as good. They probably called I don't know what they were called. Building blocks. Maybe. (laughs) Something direct. (laughs) (laughs) Kid toys. Blocks that stick together. By Hasbro. By Hasbro. (laughs) Blocks that stick together, yeah. I don't know why the knockoff always got to be trashed. The worst names. Always. It did like the cereals. The cereal. Oh, man. Instead of Captain Crunch. It'd be like. Pirate uh, Man. Lieutenant Bites. (laughs) Lieutenant bites. <laughs> this ain't Captain Crunch, Bob. It's just as good. I want the Captain Crunch. Eat your lieutenant bites. Another post says, man attacks and robs a customer in the Burlington Coat Factory restroom in the Bronx. The man snuck up behind his victim in the restroom, put him in a chokehold, and took $40. In the restroom of, in the restroom of Coat Burlington Coat Factory. Imagine. Burlington Coat Factory is not like it used to be. It's not, <laughs> it's like not it as safe used... as it used to be. Imagine you just trying to take a piss and somebody puts you in a chokehold for $40. Like, sir, I'm at the Burlington Coat Factory. I don't got nothing on me, man. This is a family store. <laughs> All right. You're looking for Gucci. This is the BCF. <laughs> we are poor just like you, you. sir. All right. <laughs> Man. But don't be choking people at the BCF, man. <laughs> this post reads, report of woman swinging belt at people on red line. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. And this happened in Chicago, Illinois. Police received an unconfirmed report of a woman swinging a belt at people on southbound red line train 5552 in car number six. Now... This could be one of our two things, and it depends on the type of belt. If it's a regular belt, it Wait, could just be. What do you mean by regular? Like, you know, like a, just a regular metal belt buckle? Yeah, that people wear. Mm-hmm. Now, it could just be like a mama looking for her kids, you know? Or it could be like maybe she was blind mm-hmm. and she was searching, trying to give her kid a spanking, but and the she, kids were barely elusive. And he, and he ended up on a train? But he really pissed her off, so she didn't give a fuck who she hit. She was like, as long as I get him at least once. <laughs> So that that could be one explanation. That's the only explanation, if the you ask me. One, why else are you swinging a belt? It could be, like, maybe she's like a pro wrestler. And it's a championship continental belt, you know? And she's, like, challenging people. She's like, who wants it? She's just still on one. You ever, like, been in a fight and no. you won? And you just like... No. you like, I think I could beat up everybody. But I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when somebody wants a fight, just mm-hmm. leave immediately. Because they still, the adrenaline is pumping. Yeah, they ready for some more. Don't look them in the eye, man. They're on a a high from that last win. So I think this could have been that. I think she just came back from her continental championship bout. So it's either an angry mom looking to whoop her kids. A blind mom. A blind. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, my bad. A blind, angry mom looking for her kid yeah, her to kid. whoop. Mm-hmm. Or a gorgeous lady of wrestling. Glow. Yeah. Welcome, and it's the killer. I uh, have gotten whoopings. I know whoopings are frowned upon now, but yeah. all of us have been whooped. And uh, it's not a happy thing to happen to you when you get that belt buckle. Just whoop. Oh, you got some of the belt buckle? Yeah. Oh, that's not whoop. That's... I mean, that was an accident. Oh, now it's an accident. <laughs> Your dad's going to jail. <laughs> that segment was called Neighborhood Watch. If you have a story that you think is up to par with the craziness or the wildness of these stories, by all means, send it to us at Jokes by Candace and Chinadu Unaka. That's Chin Edu. You hit AKA, and we will tell your story on the show. Slide into these DMs. Slide in them. All right, and our next segment coming up is one of my favorites. Both of our favorites Mm -hmm. is the phone a friend segment. This is when we hit up one of our homies to come through and just partake in the in the silliness, you know, of it all. So they come by, they tell us one of their nightmare neighbor stories. And then we just kind of chime in and, and, and see what have happens. fun with it. This week is a really special guest. One of our really good buddies. You've seen him on WandaVision, The Mandalorian, Space Force, a hilarious comedian. Put your hands together for Asif Ali. Give it up for him, y'all. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What, what a delight. Truly, Dang. to be in your presence is <laughs> I can feel your energy and I feel rejuvenated, honestly. Even though, you know, we're talking about problematic people in the neighborhood. Mm. I don't have any crazy like neighbor stories. I mean, everybody has, everyone who moves to a big city has like the classic neighbor that is arguing really loudly. Mm -hmm. You know, these people want to keep the good airflow in their apartment and also scream. So it's like very easy to hear everything they're saying. I had the one that was honestly like, it was infuriating how much this woman was having sex and just like, having such a great time and I was like doing open mics and coming home and eating like a lean cuisine microwave whatever in, in my trying to like edit like a two minute clip of stand up and this woman is just getting her back blown out every night and it was I was like I'm in entertainment this is what should happen to me it is her spine <laughs> arranged I have a hot three minutes what's yeah. going on here but how, how often is often though it's once once a day three times now, oh. this woman and this camp was at least it was a regular it was at least three to four times a week and oh, oh three to four times a week yeah and these were seemingly with different people that's if uh, it's loud that's a lot yeah if it's loud yeah yeah but that wasn't even the craziest thing the craziest thing for me I was expecting my life to be like a neighbor situation but it ended up being you know the enemy in your home no I was in a situation where I had two roommates mm-hmm and they were fine. They were totally great. And then one of them left, like he got into like law school or something and he bounced and cause he wanted to have a better life and we hate him for that. But then this new <laughs> kid came in and you know, it was one of those things where, you know, you need to fill that spot like ASAP. Yeah. Otherwise uh, you're going to have to pay for it and you don't have the money. So. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's that rush. It's a high stakes situation. Right. And it's like, you know, we are just like, you make a lot of excuses just to fill in that gap. And we let this kid in and we knew a lot of red flags. The dude was weird. His, <laughs> his parents were there and he was like in his mid to late twenties. 
And I'm like, your parents shouldn't be like guiding, holding your hand <laughs> oh, to no. get an apartment. <laughs> he, nah, he told him it was college that you was his doormate. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I just met the, I know this cool comedian. We're like best friends. Uh, and but they're like, where's the college? Right. <laughs> and so he would do this thing where every time we would be in the living room, we had like a shared living room, he would do this thing where he would open his door and he would sort of like hover. He would hover. He wouldn't open the door and be like, hey, what's up, friends? What's going on? What? He would hover and then he would like try to connect with whatever you were doing what? so like you would be on on the sofa like watching tv and like doing work or whatever typing away and this dude's room would be like next to the door so if he opened his door like the sofa and stuff was in front of his room so you couldn't really tell you'd open up his door and to be fair all were well taken care of so like they didn't they weren't super creaky so he it, it was a bad thing so he would open up the door and he would be able to just like hover over you and look at what you're doing on your computer, like. Now for some local scary news. The town of Texas Oh, that video is interesting, but like since nearly a full minute or two minutes into you watching it. Wait, so he will walk out the door and just, will he yeah. stare at you first or he will just go really close to you, not say a thing and just yeah. kind of hover over you like a like some kind of spirit? It, it, it would be a hover, it would be a serial killer hover. Like, oh, like in a scary, movie, bro. you'd be like, that's the guy that kills all of us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he did that to me. He did that to my roommate. But the thing that was the thing that was like too much is he did it to mother roommate's girlfriend. And she would come and visit because she was in school. And she would like, she was in between her commute to go to work. Mm. She's a doctor now. So this is how serious her work was. And she was like doing her homework or whatever. And the student would hover. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. And like, <laughs> frightened her to the point where she's like, I can't do this anymore. I think it could be a reason why they didn't end up staying together. They're not together anymore. Because oh of that God. guy. He broke them up. It could have been that guy. I mean, it's a bad judge of character. If you're dating a guy right. and he approves a lunatic, it's like, well, that's, you no, that's a good point. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't date nobody. <laughs> and you just, this is the people you you're chose a bad judge of character. to live with I can't, yeah. A hoverer? <laughs> a hoverer. <laughs> Why would you choose a hoverer? That's a new one. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest guys I've ever met in my life. And then luckily after that, I haven't had to have a roommate, but that, thank God, but that was so how, really like... How do you guys get him out the house? Yeah, I want to know how long he was there and what was the straw that broke the camel's back where you guys were like, okay, you have to leave. Yeah, what was the last hover? It was basically, he did that like two more times and then like different people to where like the other roommate felt none of his friends wanted to come over anymore. <laughs> and so he's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, you're ruining my life. And, and then when the kid left, like we had to literally wait though until the lease was done. He put up such a stink, but the funny thing was his parents didn't put up a stink. Oh. Like he put up a big deal about it, but his parents were like, Yeah, yeah. like they totally understood which they, is like, they saw it coming. Yeah. What the hell, you guys? You knew about this? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why they didn't want him to go by himself because you would have caught the hover early. <laughs> they was like, Let's let's go with him. Let's keep talking until until he says something. <laughs> so I mean up until then I was pretty lucky in my life that most of the roommates I've had were like you know normal I mean you vacillate between levels of friends with a friendship you have with roommates but up until that guy I was always just like fine either like we were buddies or it was fine and you were just people living in the same house 
But that guy, I was like, oh, this is what all my other friends were talking about when they yeah. talked about weird Having, roommates. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually that guy. It was he's, it he's that guy. Two months at a time. <laughs> other people just foisted them, foisted him on you <laughs> just to get him out yeah. of the apartment. Like now he's your problem. Looking back on it now, the one thing I regret is not confronting him about it. Mm-hmm. in like a non-confrontational way and like trying to like get his backstory. <laughs> he had to have learned it from someone. Someone. Yeah. And, and, and that would be interesting. What if his whole family is hoverers and he, that's just how he was raised and no one told him that was weird and that all he weird. needed was someone yeah. to tell him like, hey, that's weird as hell, man. Don't do that. And he would be like the greatest. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah. My bad. You guys don't like it when I smell your neck? I thought I that thought was, uh, was like a uh, body language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I understood it. Some my ex told me to speak with my energy, not my words. I've been hovered ever since. No one ever just told me that. <laughs> and I, I'm also wondering if he would have behaved like like you guys if you had hovered over him. Oh, have you ever have you done you the reverse hover, hover? Yeah, you gotta yeah. hover back. Oh, uh, we never we never dared because like he might kill you. <laughs> yeah, like if you look like a gorilla in the eyes, they take yeah. that as like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a real If different. I hovered over him, he would have killed me probably. For sure. Yeah, he like, <laughs> this bitch in that. He like, oh, you you type in the role password today. Awesome last words would have been, <laughs> I told you it was weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to move out. His friends would have come over. I was like, trying to watch the game at the crib? Like, nah, man, that nigga at your house be just hovering from the TV. <laughs> like, Matthew, can you move? I think because people are so, like, ready to be like, oh, that person's weird. Mm-hmm. We also don't take the time to just tell someone because some people are just literally one explanation away from changing their whole lives and reentering society. Absolutely. True. That's real talk. Like I had a very severe unibrow when I was in in, in middle <laughs> school. Let's be it honest. Severe unibrow. It, I know what he's talking severe. about. He's like the middle part was darker than the eyebrows. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like Anthony Davis, but like not any. There was no athletic any excuse. It was just purely <laughs> so much. Yeah, well, a little well, afro. And I remember, to, to be clear, though, there's no excuse for it. You're trying to make it sound like because he's a professional athlete that it's okay and he can nah, get away he... with it. No. He all the more reason you have all the money in the world to get that handle. Ain't nothing, look, unibrows are handsome. No, they are not. It's a signature mark. No. Yeah, it's like having like a, I don't know, like a neck tattoo. No. I had one friend. I went through all of elementary school, middle school with it, just truly thriving with the thickness. And then in high school, it was maybe like sophomore year. I remember this kid, Mag, while I was walking to PE, was like, hey, man, you got a, you got a unibrow. You got to get rid of that. <laughs> And I was so, like, I was truly taken aback. Nobody had ever said anything to me. I, like, lost my breath for a second. Yeah, like, I got choked up. I was like, uh, uh, like, what, what, what are you, what, what are you talking about? He's like, man, you got a like, unibrow. Just straight like, up. Haven't you noticed? Like, you, Nobody has one yeah. for you, bro. He's like, how are you not seeing this? You have a unibrow. And if you ever want to even get any interest from women ever, You're gonna you should to. probably look Take into this. And... I remember I went home yeah. and I looked in the mirror and I was just like, all I could see was the unibrow. unibrow. Yeah. I found tweezers. Uh-huh. Oh, you plucked it. Actually, I did it the first time I did it with, with like a razor blade. I think my dad's razor blade. I did it. Wow. It was a little boxy, but 
it really did make a difference. I looked at myself and I was like, what the hell was I doing? But he saved your life. He saved my life. Oh, my God. That's the yeah. funniest shit ever. All, like you said, all it takes is one person. And you don't know one person to be a, your Larry David and just have yeah. no filter, no social filter and just yeah. tell you the truth regardless of your feelings. And yeah. the next thing you know. I dig Matt. I feel like I was a Matt growing up. <laughs> he wanted to help me. But also, I think like he kind of saw like when you get to that age, you're like everyone around you is a reflection of you. Yeah, so you're yeah. like, I like you, but I can't hang out with you if this is how you're going to carry yourself. Probably. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> did uh, Matt recognize you when you had done it? Did he point it out like, hey? Yeah, Matt noticed. Matt noticed for sure. He was very proud of me. And he was honestly proud that I, you know, the way that he was living his life, I feel like he probably was a little neglected at home and not oh. respected or taken care of. And so like for me to like really be like, hey, man, you have good advice and I value your opinion. I feel like that did him a service too to his self-esteem. Look at that. Like maybe I do have some good ideas. Man. Look at how I'm influencing these people. <laughs> he, you changed his life and you hey, changed his. It, it, it is. That was beautiful. Yeah, man. It was, it, was a, it was a wild time. It was a wild time. Chin and Dew's affliction was a giant head. Yeah. Oh, man. My head was huge, <laughs> bro. And they told me too, hey, man, you got a big head. You got to do something about that. But <laughs> I couldn't shave my head off. <laughs> I just had to right, be right, patient. Right, right, right. He just had to grow into I just it. had to wait for my, my shoulders to come Keep in. Keep taking these protein shakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and hope for the best. Man. It's like, I was born with this head. <laughs> yeah, you came out like that. Man. They, man. <laughs> Back in like, when I was at the Norbon High School. Yeah. My friends, they used to take off their hats and try to fit it on my head. That was their game. <laughs> when I wasn't looking, they would try to sneak up Bobby and put it like, Dang, man, Dang, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, y'all real funny, huh? You just wait till my shoulders come in. <laughs> I used to lift every day. Like, you know, like the little Rocky training videos? That's yeah. how I used to lift. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to get some shoulders to, to, balance. to mirage my head, you know? So you wouldn't tip over anymore. That's it. I was trying That's to get my hilarious. balance. My affliction was uh, my lips. It took me a minute to grow into my lips. Let, let oh, were your lips, lips like big when you were a little kid? Yeah, I mean, like not... Not like something you would have like stopped in traffic <laughs> to be like, what is going on on her face? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Enough that when I remember taking and I had braces, so like mm. they they made them uh, like pout yeah. out more They're and swollen. Yeah, they looked a little. And so my dad, I remember this traumatized me. He told me <laughs> from my I think it was my sixth grade or seventh grade uh, school picture. He told me that I have Gary Shandling lips. Thing. Oh my God! Why would you say that to a young girl? A young girl, and well, now you see why I'm a comedian. Oh my God! Because <laughs> if you don't laugh, you cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you kind of do got Gary Shandling. I was funny. gonna say. Here's the thing: is that my dad was not wrong. He is right, bro. Google was, him. I'm looking at him right now. That's yeah. why I couldn't even hate on him. I couldn't <laughs> even get mad. But he also taught me about the structure of jokes. Like there needs to be truth in jokes for it to be funny. Yeah. And I learned right. that was the lesson. I was like, wow, that was so accurate and on point that I couldn't help but laugh at it. Luscious lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great story, man. I said we really appreciate it. This is a good lesson, too, to the listeners, man. If you have, you know, a crazy roommate, just tell them. And, you know, yeah. hopefully it works out. Yeah. Or maybe you die. Or you could die. You could die. You could die. <laughs> it's a risk. It's a calculated risk. I buy, You could really change somebody's life, man. Yeah. yeah. And if there are any uh, hovers listening, stop. Yeah, stop that Please shit. Stop You'd be that. a weird man. And if, if you feel like we're shaming hovering, we are. 
Yeah, just say hi. Yeah. You need to know it's weird. Yes. Asa, question for you. We have a segment called What's for Sale? And this is where Chinadu and I will discuss a post about a home that's for sale in a neighborhood. And we would love for you to stick around and just riff with us in that segment. You don't have to, but if you have time. I'm around. I'm around. Let's do it. Nothing would make us happier. We'll be right back. All right. So this is a new segment that we're doing. Called What's for Sale. You are a terrific salesman. Terrific, terrific. This is where Chinadu and I talk about housing that's on the market. We came across a post where there's a house for sale, but it's very peculiar. There's some good listings, but every now and then we find a really, really crazy one. And this one, it was posted as a four-bedroom, two-bathroom house in Vermont sold for $150,000. It has a basement that includes an abandoned prison area. Wait, say that again. Now, it said... <laughs> Caveat must know there is a basement that includes an abandoned prison area. Now, I'm thinking, okay, it's it's probably not that bad. But no, this is like 1910-type prison, you know? Okay, you, for some reason, you have to clarify when it's from to make it bad. No, not me. Any prison. (laughs) I don't care where it's from. It should not be in the basement of a house I'm about to buy. She's like, but it's not in the living room. (laughs) It's in the basement. <laughs> like, yeah, that's still, no. <laughs> Until you get to the part where there's a straight-up prison on the bottom, like it's a Blumhouse yeah, like horror movie. There. Yeah, It's a pretty charming, it's in Vermont. <laughs> it's like a very charming sort of like what you think a house with a lot of land would mm-hmm. look like. It's very cute. It has like a lot of rustic kind of charming tone to it, like wallpaper yeah. and stuff. And then randomly... You have a full-blown jail. Like, you could house at least, what? What are we guessing? At least like six like or seven. 20 or 30 ruffians in the basement. Oh, yeah. If you step in, like, sardines, you could do about 30, yeah. 60 people. <laughs> Easy. And these people cannot make bail, and they're going to be down there for a while. But luckily, plenty of ample kitchen space to cook food for them, whatever <laughs> gruel or mess of meal you're making for them. <laughs> It doesn't look like there's, like, a cell phone, so I don't know if this is from the era of I want my one phone call. It seems like it's more from the era of I'm just going to, like, keep you here indefinitely. You're going to die here. Right. Yeah. Welcome to Motel Hell. I'm looking in the cell, and it looks like the cell has all the amenities of a regular prison. There's a toilet in there. Covered in feces. Mm Mm-hmm. And a sink. Covered in feces. But look, it's got a window. That's Covered nice. in feces. <laughs> in one of the shots, also, you can see that there's like a kid's toy. It's like a little horsey on wheels. Oh, I do, I do see that. Oh. What kind of monsters live here? Could you imagine raising a family above a jail? Yes, I could actually, because then you have a place to send your kids when they act up. Right. <laughs> you're not going to your room, you're going to prison. Yeah, you're about to get a real timeout. <laughs> about to go in a hole. (laughs) Yeah, Monopoly was a little bit different in this household. This is truly just, in all honesty, a frightening home. You know they show the prison at the end. You don't open up the tour of the house with, let's start with the prison. You start with the, oh, it's a lot of square footage. It's charming wood. It's a historical landmark. It has a lot of history. And then you end 
with oh oh and then this is the they call it the laundry room <laughs> <laughs> they're like you can hang there's a lot of places to hang clothing, hang clothes dry. natural yeah. dry very organic <laughs> place to do your laundry it's like a play area it's more of like a man cave you can watch the game down here you can convert this into they just gloss over it you can just convert the, I know this is a prison now but just picture it if we knock out that toilet mm-hmm. take down these bars this oh could be the one amazing man cake <laughs> be a wonderful den just think about the pain and agony that went down in here you know a lot of stories yeah you might want to buy some sage oh there's no amount of sage that can fix the fucking ghosts and demons that live in the basement of this house. <laughs> also, if you were the kid growing up there, you automatically are the weirdest person in the neighborhood. They're like, oh. yeah, that's Candace. Her family lives in a jail. <laughs> no, no, we don't. You can never recover from that. <laughs> we don't live in a jail. <laughs> it's okay. not a jail. It's a small detention facility. It's different, you guys. <laughs> It was sold. It was actually sold for $150,000. they are either going to bulldoze it and, like, build something nice on the land, or they're going to turn it into some sort of craft brewery where you can have a beer in a prison, in an old-timey prison. I love that. Yeah, or, like, an intelligentsia or something, and they're like, we maintain the prison, but now we just make beautiful cold brew here. I love that. It'll be kind of, like, metaphoric that, like, Nothing old can't be of new, you know? It would just kind of bring hope. (laughs) Asif, thank you so much for hanging with us today. This was amazing. What a delight. Thank you guys so much for having me. I know that was anything you want to plug? Uh, WandaVision. It's out on Disney Plus. The whole season's out, so go watch that. And then also I'm on a show called Rex, and all three seasons of that are on HBO Max. So go check that out. Boom. Yes, and where can people find you online? Ali Comedy. A-L-I Comedy. I'm on everything. I'm even on TikTok, baby. Hey, turn yep. up. <laughs> His resume is pretty extensive, but my favorite thing that Asif has done is the Cardi B commercial with the Pepsi, and he goes, and Ooh. the, oh, that's Asif. Uh-huh, that was a highlight. That was a highlight. People right. still ask me about that, which is. <laughs> Kind of offensive that a commercial is right. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to. <laughs> it's awesome. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Gosh. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are the best. All right, bro. Thanks. Awesome. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Up next is one of my all-time favorite segments. This one is called Won't You Be My Neighbor? Because sometimes the show could be a little, a little negative, you know? Got a lot of craziness going on. This kind of helps grounds us. It's soothing. You know, it's like a chicken noodle soup for your podcast soul. That is correct. It reminds you that there is still goodness in the world. There's a lot of goodness in the world. Goodness, good food, good cities, good people. And good posts. And good posts. So this post reads... A neighborhood deer in Neighborville, Illinois, died after years of visiting the community, and someone wrote a post dedicated to his memory, titled, Ode to Our Gimpy Ambassador. No? Yeah, no, I'm just laughing. They called him Gimpy. (laughs) Wait, read read the title again. Titled, Ode to Our Gimpy Ambassador of Happy Diversions. It reads, for several years in our little neighborhood in Southeast Neighborville, There has been a deer, a buck, 
with a broken and useless left hind leg, moving through our backyards and over time finding our bird feeders. There has been an outpouring of concern, sadness, and grief at the loss of our PJ. There have been over 80 comments on the original post, many by people in the community who have never seen this deer, our PJ. He truly was a welcome diversion for all these years. Thank you, PJ. You brought a community together with your struggle and your perseverance. That was just, can you pass me the tissue, Ken? It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. PJ does sound, he sounds amazing. Yeah, I like the title of the post, which is Ode to Our Gimpy Ambassador of Happy Diversions. Yeah, I love that. It's very descriptive. Gimpy. Gimpy means he, you know, he had a bum leg. I yeah. mean, they didn't have to, he had to call, him that. call him out for that. Right. He could have <laughs> commented to me on my beautiful fur. He had to name me the Gimpy the Deer. He's like, you can just call me Deer, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you call me Gimpy instead. That's cool. <laughs> Oh, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. That's not positive. PJ had no idea the effect he had on the community. He died not knowing he was a hero. And that's the worst, you know? You know, an unsung hero. Like the guy who created toilet paper. Does he realize how... Yes. How important? Yes. Yeah, he probably... Did. Immediately. 100%. That's why he invented it, because he knew there was a need for this. Yeah. Mr. Sherman, can we get some more of your toilet paper? <laughs> My sex life has skyrocketed <laughs> ever since I've been using your toilet paper. Look, Trinity, this was supposed to be about PJ. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm you've sorry. Taken it, yeah, you've taken it. Yeah, it happens every time, This man. was supposed to be about a deer who brought so much joy to a community. He really did. Let's bring it back to PJ. I mean, he really didn't do nothing. He just was. I mean, let's be honest. He, he was really just didn't being do a deer anything. Fan. He was just being a deer. He it's just like, showed up. Look, if you're putting out free food, I'm coming. It's that simple. I don't give a fuck. Probably showed up, didn't tell his friends about the hookup. See, now I'm going to do negative. Mean, yeah, we, we look. Let's get down. Nah, bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I was like, what if he was PJ's a deer? PJ's a good deer. I'm sure he's great. All right, PPJ. Rest in peace, PJ. We're going to miss you, though. That was a fun episode. We always have fun episodes. Yeah. It's, I don't it's mean a, I don't want to toot our own horns. It's just a blast. Always. What, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that maybe having a prison addition on your home could work to your benefit. You that can find true. many uses for it. It might add value to your home. And I learned there's a mad scientist out there hoarding Legos, trying to rebuild humanity. And I need to find this guy because he knows something I don't know. <laughs> Where can they find you, Ken? You can find me on social media at Jokes by Candace. And I hate to ask, but where can people find you, Chinadu? You can find me at Chinadu Comedy on Twitter. That's Chin Edu Comedy. Or on Instagram, Chin Edu Unaka, U-N-A-K-A. You can also find me on Spotify. Check out my comedy album, Mostly Kidding. It'll be greatly appreciated. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson. And me, Chinadu Wanaka. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Special thanks to our producers, Allison Johnson and Tiara Darnell. Michael Harmon edits the show. Our writer and researcher is Cornelia Stradwick. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvet. Special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Tari Miller. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs>